so this is what it's like. Welcome to The Good, a podcast produced by Design Works Group, celebrating people and everything good in this world. Hey, you doing, man? I'm doing well today. How are you? I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty fantastic. Are you? Yeah. Seems sarcastic. No, I'm good. I'm good. Did to go play some darts and then celebrate our thirtieth birthday together? I know. Here in a little bit. This is wild. Yeah. It's gonna be a good night. It's gonna be great. Hopefully. Hopefully we have just some fun, friendly competition in darts. And we yeah. don't we don't really oh, yeah. care what happens. Yeah. It's just all about enjoying each other. Just just friendship. Yep. No no competition. We might not even keep score. Yeah. Let's just see who can who's Got the best form throwing darts and compliment each other. Yeah. I would yeah. say 50% chance we get thrown out of the bar for trying to fight each other over darts. Yeah, and a couple seltzers and play some <laughs> seltzers. <laughs> Jeez, man, you hit 30 and you got old. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. I don't know why that just sounded like I was signing off already. Yeah. This man. is the intro. Good talking to you guys. But thanks thanks for listening. If this is your first time listening, you're listening to The Good. Uh, my name is Jared Van. Sitting down here with Logan Draper, and we just uh, we just uh, talk about good news on this podcast. Um, we want to celebrate people and everything good in this world, so that's what we try to do on this podcast. Um, so thank you for listening. If this is your first time, um, hopefully this isn't too bad to uh, where you like turn it off in five minutes if you haven't already turned it off. So hopefully uh, you enjoy this. Yeah, but we always start the this podcast off by talking about. What's good in our lives? So what's good? Um, about to go play darts. So I'm real excited about. We already stole one of mine. Uh, celebrating our 30th birthday tonight. Stole two of mine. I'm married to a great woman. Mm-hmm. Got a great kid. Mm-hmm. Life's good. I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. Cowboys are playing well, you know? Mm-hmm. So life's good. That sounded sarcastic, and I'm sorry for saying that last part. No, life's good, man. We got. I'm excited about this weekend, just kind of resting and chilling, and uh, knock on wood, we've been healthy. I keep saying that, man. It's been a rough season, so. But, yeah, man, we're really good. I'm excited about this weekend, though. I'm excited to just party and celebrate. Yeah. What's good with you, man? Darts. Playing darts. Mm-hmm. Even I haven't played darts in forever. It's like... Anytime you uh, mention darts, you just picture like a, a dude with a uh, handlebar mustache. And a uh, fedora. With a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. No, what's what's the hat that's not a fedora? It's the, um, every other hat, but the one that's like uh, like a golf hat. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's no, what I about. picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I'm excited about tonight. Um, our baby is a champ at sleeping now. So, yeah. We've been healthy, so I can't knock on them. stay healthy. Yeah, we just stay healthy. Um, yeah. I think that's about it. Obviously, there's a bunch of other good stuff, like my amazing wife and my amazing kid and all that stuff, you know, but I feel like I say that all the time. Yeah, yeah, So, but I do have an amazing wife and an amazing kid. Yeah, so you said it again, and we said the same things. Yep. So, let's just move on. 
Also, my brain is not working very well today, just like, okay. just like last time. I did not type any phone numbers into my calculator today, though, so I'm making progress. But we're going to move on to, what is next, the, the, our haikus. Happy hi-hi, a hi-hi, a haikus! This is the longest, this haiku was the longest it ever took me to write a haiku. You I don't like know. You're struggling. I don't know what's wrong with my head. It must be this the sleep apnea. Yeah, I'm blaming. Be. I'm blaming the sleep apnea. I think you need to until you get that yeah. CPAP. Oh, that was my other part of the, uh, my good news. What's good in my life is I finally heard back from the uh, the old sleep clinic. I think the ball's rolling toward getting me a CPAP. Good. Finally. Yeah. It's been a. Uh, it's been thirty years you've been trying <laughs> to get this thing. It's been uh, almost. It's been like it's been three months though. So. Um, but yeah, finally. Heard from them, and should be like fifteen to thirty days. Apparently, that's how long it takes to send it off to insurance, and then for them to get a response or something. But I'm about to be a brand new man. You are. I might even look different. Who knows? You turn thirty, and one of your wins is getting a CPAP. I know. Let's go. Yep. Living the dreams. Golly. Started watching Jeopardy on my lunch breaks again. We're about to go play darts. About to go play darts. <laughs> Man, I love it. We're about to have a party tonight, and we're probably gonna uh, call the party at like nine o'clock. Yeah, and probably. go home and get some. Go home and get some rest. Can I? Can I add one more win? Yeah. Um, I forgot to say this is the only one I actually wrote down. Um, last night we stayed um, late at work, watched some football. That was fun. But we watched a man named Hunter Cure competing in the NFR. So good luck to Hunter over the next nine days uh-huh. competing in the NFR. It's fun watching him. You're watching. <laughs> Watching some of that stuff. He's a steer wrestler, by the way. Yeah. Watching some of, like, the, I don't even know what the events are called, but the uh, the horse one. Oh, yeah. What is that called? Horse, is it just horseback riding? No, it's not. It's 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 called Buck and Broncos. Buck and Broncos. That's not what it's called. No. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's seemed right. I, br- I did bring a cowboy hat, by the way, for tonight. Did you? Yeah. Your extra small one? Yep. Watching that, that was kind of crazy. It's, people, it's wild. Those people get, I don't know. I don't As someone know. who's a big fan of sports, who watches almost every sport, we both do, it's just so different. It's so foreign. Yeah. And you see how hard it would be, but it's just hard to like think about like how it got started. Yeah. How someone was like, we should definitely hop on this bull. And not only do you need to get on this bull and ride it, but you need to put one hand in the air. <laughs> what? Yeah. It just seems like a lot of injuries. Dude, they, they look like their bodies were just getting wrecked. Yeah. But yeah, Hunter out there jumping off the horse, doing work. So he's about to go off in the next nine days. Be another world champion. Yep. So good luck, Hunter. Yeah. All right, now we're actually going to get into our haikus. You want to go first? You want me to? Yeah. I'll go first. Sometimes I wonder what worldwide peace would look like. I guess it starts here. Sometimes I wonder what worldwide peace would look like. I guess it starts here. Just giving that a little moment to simmer. I just, I just wrote, sometimes I wonder and it fit, and then I had to figure out what the rest was, <laughs> if I'm just being honest. I guess it starts here, Jared. It starts here. This is where it starts. You can't change the world in one swoop. You can just change yourself and your pond, and hopefully that pond will flood over into some other areas that will be affected. And hopefully it doesn't get too much algae in it. Yeah. Or uh, brain-eating amoebas. It won't, because it's going to be full of peace. It's a pond of peace. A pond of peace. It's a of peace, peace. pond. Uh, That's what I'm bringing today. 
Mm. A peace bond. Man. So if you want to just go ahead and uh, take your shoes off and put your feet in this peace pond, it's going to be a good episode. That's, okay. That was very deep. What's yours? I don't know. I feel like I need to talk like this right now. We should just whisper. I feel like that'd be better. All right. Here's mine. Um, Arnold versus... Oh, wait. Shoot. Hold up. I didn't... Okay. Sorry. Got it. It can't be versus because that throws off the syllables. Okay. I misspoke. Arnold versus Sinbad. I'm going to start over again. <laughs> Three, two, one. Arnold versus Sinbad. The things you'll do for your kids. Jingle all the way. That's what I came up with after 30 minutes trying to think up with a thinking of a, a haiku. If you, you want to tell me a long time, that's a great one. Can you tell how bad my brain is struggling right now? Um, no. Golly. You seem locked in. All right. Well. Hey, this is the beauty of the good, though. We're just going to move right on. We're just figuring it out. We're just going to move right on. Some headlines. For goodness oh, Bush League. Not right. Our, our brain's back. Hey, man. If wh- you're down and feeling kind of crappy, well, guess what? We'll make you happy. Happy headlines. Yeah. Sorry for saying Bush League. This might... No, I was about to agree with you. This might go down in the history books as the worst podcast episode ever. No. We might be We might be in the history books after this. Dude, how can it be bad when you're out here on a sailboat floating on this peace pond? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Peace pond. This, this whole thing is just... Pond. Are there fish in this peace pond? Oh, man. The most beautiful. What kind of fish? Dude. Those uh, koi fish. Are those fish? Yeah. Koi pond? Yeah, koi pond. Yeah. Koi fish because they're beautiful. Yeah, probably some cats. Are they are they just to look at? Or are you trying to catch them? No, no, no. It's a peace pond. We're all good. We got all the food we need. We, don't have, we to fish. have everything we need. Ooh, 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 yeah. So yeah, man, we're still on this peace pond. It's all good. You let hey, you just let your brain rest. That's seven syllables. What we have everything we need. Well, there's your next. There's your next episode for, for future use. All right. Um, this is this segment is happy headlines. Where we both pick out uh, two headlines, good news headlines, and talk about them. So, you know, it was really encouraging, by the way. Huh. We were sitting in here, we we're sitting in our office right before we came in here, and people were coming in and out. We we're talking about, and everybody that was walking in there, like Katie came in, we all had other stories. Like, I'm noticing that, like, I've, I'm finding more than just these stories. Like, you had a couple that you'd found. Do you remember this? Hey, man. Do you remember four minutes just, ago? Uh, kind of. I might. I was probably just thinking of a haiku. So uh, you weren't even listening. Yeah, that's fair. Sorry. I don't know. Well, there was a lot of good things happening. Well, that's good. And you weren't. And you weren't facilitating them, which means your podcast is helping create better conversations in the peace pond. Okay. I guess I. I guess I stepped out of the peace pond for a sec to try and think of a haiku. Now you're back. So I apologize. My feet are back. <laughs> 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 This will be my favorite episode of all time. Oh, Welcome sh- to the Peace Pond, ladies and gentlemen. We should change the name of the podcast, maybe. You're going to have to go first. Okay, I'm going first here. Oh, shoot. Man. I might not even upload this episode. No, you're going to. Uh, okay, my first one is... I'm going to navigate. Usually when Jared starts laughing and I start laughing, it's about 30 minutes before we stop. So I'm going to work through it. 
This is a story from a few weeks ago. I'm not looking at you, man. I'm changing my story. I'm going to my second one. Okay, this headline is uh, from this one. The headline is I'm trying to look at you. Um, couple that matched on eHarmony also matched when he needed a kidney donor. So the opening line to this article, which is probably why I picked it, is it was a match made in heaven, or at least eHarmony told them so. Genius. Lisa and Dan Summers didn't know how compatible they really were. So I guess Dan's in his 30s, found out in his 20s that he had a kidney condition, thought at some point maybe when he was 50, 60, somewhere in there, he'd have to have a kidney transplant. Um, but come to find out, he would need it sooner than that. Um, and he was on eHarmony, ended up matching with Lisa. Here they are. Holy Great picture son, of them. Dan. Great picture of them. Hanging out on the couch. Um, but finding a match, finding someone you love, that's a great thing. But the odds of finding somebody also that's your kidney donor is one in 100,000. Jeez. So the quote is, it's it's like being next to a stranger on a train, matching them, then also falling in love on top of that. So, yeah, they fell in love August 22nd. Um the transplant was successfully performed and Lisa's kidney was accepted by Dan's body. Mm. So he'll always have a piece of her inside. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's another quote from this article. It says, being able to see him in front of me, just holding my son's hand when he lifts him or those fun moments. I don't think that was even a quote. It's like there's an extra appreciation to it. My son gets to have a father growing up, you know. So Lisa and Dan found each other on eHarmony, which is a dating site, and then also were the perfect match, literally. Did you hear any of that article? Yes. It was a great story. So shout out to Lisa and Dan, shout out to eHarmony, shout out to doctors for being in a time where we can't successfully make kidney transplants happen and long live their marriage. <clears throat> yeah. This is my favorite episode we've ever done. I'm probably going to have to cut some uh, some stuff out of it. I can't, I can't hold it together. I love it. You're a little giggle box. I'm just going to move on to my story. Maybe that'll calm me down because my story also has to do with kidneys and doctors perfect it's not your story though um this is one i can relate to very well and i'm sure a lot of other people can but the headline is new treatment could ease the passage of kidney stones this is a story for you this is a story for me um so kidney stones are super painful i've had two in my life don't ever want another one but just in case I do, I'm glad that there is potentially a new treatment. Um, every year, more than half a million Americans visit the emergency room. That's how serious kidney stones are. They visit the emergency room for kidney stone problems. What did you say? I'm sorry. Huh? How many? Um, half a million. Jeez. 500,000. Um, most of the time, you pass kidney stones just by waiting it out. 
and it's kind of the worst thing ever. And it said that it usually takes like 10 days. It's literally like the worst thing ever. Besides, I'm, I'm sure like having a baby is more painful, but good gosh. Having kidney stones is super painful. And they can like be debilitating for the amount of time that you have them. Like it's kind of hard to function. When you when you pass a kidney stone, you immediately feel better. Oh yeah. When it's I did. done. I did at least. Mine, mine also hurt super bad. And it was so tiny. Like I could barely see it. So I don't know how it feels for people who have like bigger ones. But anyways, there's a new treatment um, that researchers at MIT and the Massachusetts General Hospital um, have now devised. And it is a, um, basically, um, they relax the, I'm going to get into anatomy, so I'm probably going to mispronounce this. They uh, basically like relax the ureter, which I guess is the muscle up okay. there that the kidney stone comes out. Um, and they said like that a lot of times what causes such like the severe pain is it gets like inflamed and stuff. And then it starts having contractions like against the kidney stone. Um, but they've um, started testing out all these different drugs and how they reacted to the, to the ureter. And now they've like developed a way to like go straight in with these um, medicines that they've developed and relax it. And apparently it's, super beneficial and helps people a lot. Like it used to, if you were like prescribed something, it was like pain medicine, whiskey, whiskey that you took orally. So not only would it um, like take longer to reduce the pain, but also like the pain relief wouldn't last as long. So they've gone in and they can get like right to the source, uh, reduce inflammation and the pain relief will um, last longer. And, um, they said they um, potentially would use this for some some other uses too, like inserting stents into the ureter and stuff like that. I don't know exactly what that's for, but um, yeah. So another another science one that's probably over my head, but I attempted to talk about it anyways. Man. But God bless those people for finding a, a new way to treat kidney stones because they are no joke. Yeah, technology is amazing. Yeah. Okay. My second story happened a few weeks ago, um, and it's about a golfer named Brandon Matthews. And um, he was competing in a PGA Tour event. Um, He's a 25-year-old golfer, and he was in a sudden-death playoff match in Argentina. Um, I think it was like November 16th-ish, somewhere in there. But he found himself facing an eight-foot putt. And if he made it, then he'd be guaranteed a shot in the open golf tournament. So trying to qualify. And when he was about to putt, someone from the gallery yelled, which is a huge no-no in golf. And he flinched and missed the putt, thus losing his spot in the open. So if you watch the video, he turns to the gallery and is pretty upset, which he, he probably should have been. He got pretty angry, went back into the clubhouse, and uh, one of the tournament officials came to him and just said, hey, just so you know, the person in the crowd who yelled um, is a middle-aged man with Down syndrome. He just got too excited and then yelled. And I thought the reason I love this story is I thought Matthew's response um, 
was super dope. So he he instantly felt bad for being mad. And uh, he said, I was around mental disability growing up, and I have a soft spot in my heart for it. Uh, those are really special people. I felt terrible that I was even upset. I just wanted to make sure he didn't feel bad. So he went, got his glove, signed a glove, uh, signed a ball, um, and went out there and gave him a hug. I don't know if you can see this, but there's some pictures of him going out there and meeting him. Um, I guess the guy felt bad that he had yelled and messed his putt up, but he was just excited. And so I just thought it was cool that I think as a competitor you would be angry yeah, to have missed a putt, but to like, I don't know, to be able to stop. His final quote was, some things are bigger than golf, um, and this is one of them. Could you imagine if Moises Alou would have reacted like that to Bartman? I know. Seriously. I thought about that, and it made me a little bit angry thinking about it. But I don't know. I just think like getting that perspective, like you've hustled, you've grinded to get to this point. It's unfortunate and not really avoidable. Like it just it just was going to happen. Yeah. But to like have the, even in the clubhouse, not to blow it off, but to like feel the desire and the conviction to go out there and meet him and just be like, hey, man, it's all good. Who cares? You got excited? That's fine. Wasn't supposed to make the putt. So I just thought that was super cool, and I, did, I hope that I would do that. Do they give him like a like a mulligan or anything like that? I don't uh, know the PGA rules. I, I think if your club strikes the ball no matter what, it counts. Oh. So someone can yell in the crowd, and they're going to get thrown out. But I don't think that you can you can get a redo. Oh. So it's unfortunate, but I think it I think it's also convicting to me because some things are bigger than golf. Yeah, I mean, I was mad last night watching the Cowboy game. I don't even play. I have zero physical financial investment in that. And I get angry. You had some financial investment. Yeah, not enough for the anger I yeah. was feeling inside. But yeah. Shout out to uh to old B Matthews. Brandon Matthews for uh showing us what it looks like to uh put other people over the outcome. Yeah. Um okay. Last one. Headline is, young boy invites entire kindergarten class to his adoption hearing. Um, so this, I forget what, uh, where this was, somewhere in the U.S. But on a Thursday, this county had like an ad- adoption event, like citywide. Um, a bunch of kids, like I guess their adoptions were finalized, like legally finalized and everything. Um, so this this. Uh, kindergarten kid, Michael Orlando Clark Jr., cutest kid ever. I'll uh, get a, a picture posted somewhere so you guys can see him. Uh, cutest kid ever. He was, his adoption was finalizing. They were in um, court to finalize everything, and he invited all 36 children in his kindergarten class. Um, so there's a there's some super cool pictures of... Um, Michael, like, biggest smile on his face. And you can see, like, all his classmates, all his kindergarten classmates in the back at his uh, his adoption hearing. Um, Michael's teacher said, we begin the school year as a family. Family doesn't have to be DNA because family is support and love. So, yeah, it's uh, it was a super short story, but... Um, the pictures and just like the whole, um, I don't know, just the family aspect of this and that that quote, fam, uh, family doesn't have to be DNA and just that kindergartners would be there for another kindergartner. 
like that's still uh, pretty young to understand like the weight of w- what's happening for for Michael, and they were all there for him, all thirty six of them, um, and then like each of his classmates got to go like before the judge um, themselves, and they um, just all like told the judge why they um, were there and um, what made Michael special to them and, and stuff like that. <sighs> so yeah. There's some uh, pretty sweet pictures, but yeah, just all around, super cool. That's awesome. Just Michael and his his 36 kindergarten friends. What a special day, anyway. Yeah, to get so, the opportunity to be adopted. Yeah, I bet that was I bet that was a uh, beautiful for the family. Yeah, I, I bet they went to like Chuck E. Cheese afterwards and, and continued the celebration. <sighs> Played some skee ball. Ooh, they better have probably got some some sticky hands from the ticket counter. Maybe. Never know. Yeah, special day. Adoption is beautiful, and then uh, that many that many friends, that many classmates being there for it. Um, I'm sure it's a, a day that Michael um, and his uh, family, friends, his uh, class family being his his classmates and his uh, his adoptive parents. It's but it's a day they'll never forget. Yeah, for sure. So super cool. I'll, I'll try and get some of those uh, those pictures posted so you can see. Michael and his classmates and his adoptive parents and everything. It seemed like a uh, a super uh, special day for them. Maybe we shouldn't go play darts. Maybe we should go to Chuck E. Cheese. How do you mention that? Have a ski ball tournament? Yeah. I'd like to go and check the prize counter first and just see what we're working with. See how many tickets you got to get? Yeah. Like what could we what could we earn that night? Yeah. I don't know if two grown men can go into Chuck E. Cheese by themselves. Before you know it, we don't even show up to our party. Yeah. We've been at Chuck E. Cheese for too long. Yeah. Where you guys been? We've been at the Plex. Nothing like six two, hours. Nothing like a thirty-year-old and a soon-to-be thirty-year-old shutting down Chuck E. Cheese. Dude. They're having to ask us to leave. Yeah, we've been closed for thirty minutes. Can y'all? But what as a kid? What was better than walking up to that counter with just pockets full of tickets <sighs> and just knowing maybe hey, I'm close? Maybe the only thing better was walking towards the games with a pocket full of tokens. That's a good point. Because then. <laughs> Do whatever you you do whatever you want with those tokens. Endless possibilities. Endless. You could you, you have no idea what you're gonna win. Yeah. It's basically just grooming you for gambling now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah. But you just you'd go and they you'd you'd take that huge pile of tickets and they'd run it through that machine. And I can just remember I can still just hear the sound of it. Yep. And just watching that number go. I didn't always trust those machines. No, they're not right. I'm telling you that. Yeah. For they, sure. They kinda they kinda upset me a few times. Because I was like, I'm I was pretty good. You know those games where they like put candy in the jar and you guess how many candies are in the jar and then you win the jar. I was I was pretty good at those. So I could look at my tickets and be like, eh, that's about uh like ten thousand tickets. I got and, a bunch and, of tickets. and they're running in at eighty two hundred. Yeah, and then they, they said it was like five hundred and sixty. Yeah. Like, no way. Yeah. So I don't always trust those things. Were you were you a guy that played the games that gave you tickets or played like the more like the arcade games? Like the racing games and all those tickets, usually. Yep. I was kind of every once in a while if you were with the right people, maybe some uh, air hockey. There's oh, yeah. there was always this one um, shooter game where you had a pedal, and when you hit the pedal, your guy would come out from behind whatever he was. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So you hit the pedal, he'd pop out, you'd shoot. And I used to play that game. I used to love that game for some reason. That and skee ball. But other than that, I would always play this game where. Um, you pick which lane it's gonna go in. Dino Rally. Dino Rally. <laughs> you drop it in and it rolls. And if you didn't push the machine too hard, because it had an alarm on it. Yep. But if you pushed it enough, 
it would always push it to the left side and then you would win. If you hit it, the alarm went off. But if you that, lightly picked it up, you could move it and win every time. That game also, like, Phantom tilted me a few times. Like, I would it'd, like go down my lane, but then it said, like, <clears throat> the machine was tilted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Weak. You'd always pick one or seven. Yep. Those are the numbers. I used to do work on the uh, basketball game. Yeah. I played a, I played a bunch of skee-ball I used to play that one where like the lights are going in a circle and you hit the button and you try yep. to stop it and the and I got kind of sick of it and then I found Dino Rally, um, that one at Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know if you remember, but you like um, flick a marble and it goes around this like spiral thing and in, into a frog's mouth. Yep, I used to play that. That was my favorite one at Chuck E. Cheese. Um, man, I just want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, we now. might have to just skip darts, man. Just go play some arcade games. Yeah, but there's something about getting the tickets. Mm-hmm. Like you thought you had something on the line. Yep. An arcade game, unless you're going to be like a high score or whatever. I never played Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah, did I? Wasn't my thing. Didn't even want it to do anything. And plus, especially where we went growing up, it was too close to the laser tag. So I was even yep. going to walk over there. Yeah. I'm going to wreck shop on laser tag. I did, I think, every time I went, I thought about doing the motorcycle one. Like every time I went, I always thought about doing it. I never did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked cool. I want to like ride the motorcycles. It was expensive though. Yep. You know why I didn't like go karts here in town? Why? Because one, it wasn't really even a race because they didn't. You didn't start real efficiently. Yeah. Two, there was always one or two go karts that were forty miles an hour faster than everybody else's. And three, they didn't put like times up. There was no winner. Yeah. You just ended. Yep. And that bothered me. It it would always bother me. Yep. Like too much. Like you're just out there to have fun, but I need to know where I landed. Yeah, was that was that competitive? That's, that's what was good about laser tag. They like gave you the print off the stat sheet afterward. Like you want to talk about something though that wasn't accurate. You'd come back and there's, I mean, I can't remember multiple times I'd play and come back and I had zero points. Yeah, I like I know I got people. No, you're just getting got. No, it never happened. Yeah, laser tag sounds kind of fun too. You want to skip our party tonight? Should I go play some skee ball and laser tag? Good. Man, that sounds great right now. Well, just went on a little tangent there. Sorry. Um, yeah, you got anything else you want to talk about? No, man, just uh, don't be afraid to jump into the peace pond. There's always room in the peace pond. Always room in the peace pond. Yep. Perfect temperature. Perfect temperature. Not too cold. Nope. Not too hot. Nope, it's clean. It's clean. And it's just a place to just rest and reminisce. Mm. That's five. Got five it. Syllables. Yeah. You get to be in it. And you can invite other people into it. And it's your choice if you're going to be in it or not. And if you're right. not being in it and you're just looking at it, sometimes you get bitter because you know you should be there. Yeah. But you got to just jump in. You got to just head first. Find some it's, happiness. Find some joy. It's that deep. You can jump in head first. And you always get in your own head. You know, maybe there's something in there that's going to hurt me or. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really want. I don't want to change clothes. Just jump on in. Yeah, it's gonna be okay. Yep, it's perfect temperature. No lifeguards needed. No, on no, the peace pond. There's nobody's drowning. No, it's a peace pond. It's, it's perfect. Perfect. Man, koi fish everywhere. It's beautiful koi fish, and they'll swim up to you, kind of do a little, little shimmy, acknowledge you, kind of give you a little nod, and then they just swim off and go about their day. They're just peaceful. It's just beautiful. It's a beautiful area. To be in, you don't have to worry about stepping on any lures uh-huh. or glass bottles or meth pipes or any of that. You know, <laughs> you just you just jump in. It's that 
it's that like sandy, muddy bottom. Mm. Your feet kind of sink in a little bit. There's no, there's no seaweed no. or anything like that that like grazes against your legs. So you wonder if some nasty fish is swimming up on you. You have to worry about it. It's just mm. perfect. No predators. If you want to get out, maybe get on like a some kind of a floaty and just let your feet kind of dangle in. Just look up at the sky. There's all. There's tons of birds too. Mm. Beautiful birds. They don't poop either. <laughs> they just fly, and they sing. And then when you're tired of them singing, they just stop singing. And they just know you don't have to tell them you're tired. I think I'm talking about heaven. Yeah. But this peace pond is an opportunity to get a glimpse of it. Uh. So I said jump on in, man. I'm feeling pretty good right now in it. Uh. All right. Well, we're going to end with that very uh, descriptive um, description of the, the peace pond. So we're going to leave you with that. Just think of the peace pond. When you get stressed this week, if you get stressed this week, just think of the peace pond. And as always, be on the lookout for the good. Come on.